Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk waiver wire hitters and fire up the worryometer next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, June 1st. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at these waiver wire hitters. Alejandro Kirk hit a double dong on Tuesday. He's been much better in the month of May. He's 55% rostered. And Christian Walker is the other name here. Three more hits on Tuesday. He hit his 13th home run, having a great May Nine home runs in the month, a 936 OPS, and he is 58% rostered. Scott, what do you think about these two? Are they both must-add? Should these ownership percentages be higher? Well, Kirk's, I think, definitely should be. I've had a lot of confidence in him all along. He is one of the best contact hitters in the majors, and he's making he – he's a lower strikeout rate even than uh, uh, Luis Arias of the Twins, who's hitting like 360. And and now, after this game, Alejandro Kirk himself is batting over 300 for the year. The power hadn't been there prior to this two-homer game, but it had been picking up with doubles and the like. And, uh, you know, his, his uh, hard hit rate, average exit velocity, they're middle of the pack. He's somebody who, you know, should be, at least be a decent source of power. Plus, he's a catcher, right? And between catcher and DH, he gets as much time in the lineup as any catcher. I think he has the potential for even more. So at that position, I know we've seen a lot of uh, interesting bats emerge lately. MJ Melendez, William Contreras, not to be confused with Wilson. I think Kirk's another one of them. And I I think he's... uh, Really, and even a 12-team, one-catcher league, I think there's enough of them to go around now. Okay. What about Christian Walker? Is he a must-add anywhere? I think uh, I think batting average may or may not continue to be an issue, but I do think the power is legit, and power has been difficult to come by. Must-add seems a little strong, but he should be more rostered than he is. All right. Again, that number is fifty-eight percent for Christian Walker. So uh, let's let's get that up. Let's keep it climbing. The worryometer. Two months in. This is about that time where we start to really make drastic moves in the rankings for players who got off to slow starts. And we'll start with uh, Salvador Perez here, who is batting one ninety-one overall with just six home runs. Scott, where are you at? One to ten on the worryometer. I am about a three on Salvador Perez. I'm. Heavily invested in him. He was one of my favorite hitters to draft, sometimes as early as round three, because I thought he was a distant number one at catcher. It's worth noting that in all of our rest of season rankings, I'm, I'm talking about you, Chris, me, all of us still have Salvador Perez as the number one catcher rest of season. So, I mean, upside-wise, there really isn't a comparison between him and anyone else at that position. Plus, I mean, you look at some of the data, hard hit rate, exit velocity, still we're talking 80, 85th percentile. His strikeout rate hasn't gone up. I think he's just cold. I think he's just cold. He had a couple two-homer games early in the season. 
He's had an injury recently. But I do think Salvador Perez will come around and it's not somebody you consider dropping. Yeah, because I keep getting that question. So we're not doing that for Alejandro Kirk, as good as Kirk has been, uh, as bad as Salvador Perez has been on the other side. Marcus Simeon has been better recently, but overall still batting 199 overall. We know he's someone that doesn't really impact the ball all that hard, Scott. What do you think about Marcus Simeon on the worryometer? Yeah, so he's like a 7 for me. I'm, I'm not saying you need to drop him. He was close to a 40-20 guy last year, and top three MVP finisher two of the last three years. Of course, the year in between, he wasn't very useful, and really for most of his career, that's been the case. So we had reasons for skepticism coming into the year. Bigger park, we're supporting cast. But what may have delivered the nail in the coffin is is the, uh, the, the deadened ball and the impact it's had around the league and making guys with fringe exit velocities who who managed to hit for power in spite of it making it so maybe they don't hit for much power anymore and so i mean especially likes to put the ball in the air a lot so i'm I'm not saying that's the final verdict on him but that's why he's a seven on the worryometer all right scott let's wrap up with one of our favorites to draft this year uncle charlie morton who now has a 5.47 ERA through 10 starts. He struggled with control this year, the curveball getting hit a little bit harder. What do we do uh, with Charlie Martin? Where is he on the worryometer? He's about a five. I still have confidence that he's going to figure it out. I don't think you can use him until he does. He's just been too unreliable and a lot more bad starts than good. But as we've been saying all along, the velocities been great the spin rates i mean the curveball still getting 3000 rpm it's like the spinniest curveball in the majors and that's so so like the the raw stuff there for morton is good i'm i'm not saying he isn't having problems with location maybe something going on mechanically but whatever's wrong with him i do believe it's fixable and we still have two thirds of the season to to see it fixed and him get to, back to being an ace so i'd want to hold on to him if somebody else drops him i'd, I'd pick him up I'd stash him away because I do think better days are ahead for Charlie Morton. Yep, definitely get him out of your lineups for the next start if you play in a daily lineup league at Coors Field. Not great. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.